This is trouble season. Time for tuxedos for no reason. All saints for my angel. Alexander Wang too. Tight, tight denim and some dunks. I'll show you how to do this, young. Uh, no papers. Catch papers. Get high. Out Vegas. Tuesdays on doubles ain't looking for trouble. You just got good genes, so it's trying to cuff you. Tell your mother that I love her, cause I love you. Tell your father we go father as a couple. They ain't lose a daughter, got a son. I'll show you how to do this, huh? Uh. As long as I got my suit and tie, I'ma leave it up on the floor tonight. And you got fixed up through the lies Let me show you a few things All dressed up in black and white And you're dressed in that dress I like Love this swinging in the head tonight Let me show you a few things Let me show you a few things Show you a few things About love Love, love Let me show you a few things Show you a few things About What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Tiangelo, and we welcome to the kicker spot. Um, can you, whoa, all righty. Am I there, you guys? I guess I was on mute for a sec. I think I'm back on right now. Um, so... I was just saying that you want to thank you want to I want to want to thank God for I was just saying you guys there's so much going on in the world today that we we have to thank God for the time that we have here and to make it a point to appreciate and give our love to our loved ones and friends while we have the opportunity because you never know you know when that day will come where we unfortunately won't have them with us to see them again so from the entire Tangible Live camp and EOTM we just give our condolences to um we want to give our condolences to all those in Texas as well as in Boston and just, you know, tip our hats off to them. Okay. Um, with, um, excuse me, sorry. Okay. So outside of that, um, welcome, you guys. I'm trying to digress. It's just when you just see so much in the news, you know, it kind of does touch you, and you do see, you know, you, you, you can't help but be affected by it all. But nonetheless, we're going to have a great time tonight and move forward. Um, if you are on the radio page tonight, listen to the radio show, I just want to request you guys, please head over to the like button in the bottom left of your screen and just click the like button there. And, um, to, you know, just like to like the show. I really appreciate your support there. And um, also, if you want to be sure to stop by TangentalLive.com for all your book buying needs. Um, tonight's featured book is going to be The Wealth Choice. And this is a must-have book if you are a person looking to be an entrepreneur or just better yourself in the business world. This is definitely a book you'll want to have in your collection. We'll talk more about it a little later. Also, 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 did you guys happen to catch the um, TV show on the OWN Network called Ayala Fix My Life? This show is so moving. I am in love with the show. I've talked to I've talked to you guys about it before. How Ayala just really points out different key points and, and things about to help you find with the size of yourself where issues lie or where 
you may have become angered or had a problem with something. But nonetheless, this past week she had um, hip-hop artist and rapper DMX on the show, and wow, it was just very moving. It was very moving. If you guys get a chance, you guys got to find the show and check it out. Um, just, and then when you're watching the show, the way I watch the show, you guys, is not to look at that person the entire time and try to judge them or think of what's your opinion on how they should handle life. But I personally do a retrospect and look at how I can take the tools that she's sharing with the person and apply them to myself. How can I see what I might be doing wrong or could see in a different light? And actually, by watching the show, it, it helped me get a better perspective on how to handle my loved ones and their situations that I disagree with. So, anyhow... Recently, after the show ended, um, Ayala was mad because DMX kind of cussed her out. And so before the show was over, she said to him very aggressively, you will never speak to me again. And he had to kind of leave. So recently, Ayala has put out an open letter that she sent to him stating they hadn't talked since the show, and she wants to kind of do an open letter to him. So we'll talk more about that tonight as well, and I'll go into details. But it was a great episode. And matter of fact, this week she's going to have Sheree on the show. So... If you guys know, I don't really um, watch television, but I have someone TiVoing that for me because I will be in attendance. And then uh, <laughs> lastly, I will mention you guys really quickly that Tangela Live is starting an internship program. So if you or someone you know is interested in media, communications, broadcasting, um, be sure to send your interest to Tiangelo at TiangeloLive.com. Um, we do, as an intern with Tangela Live, you'll do every, anything from going to a celebrity event, writing press release, booking celebrity shows, and a lot more. So be sure to send your interest to Tiangelo Live, excuse me, Tiangelo at TiangeloLive.com. Again, you guys, don't forget to please click the like button on the radio page. I know you are tuned in, and those numbers just let me know that I'm loved, and you guys want to hear more and more and more. And I know that, you guys, the listenership is climbing. I'm so excited. I'm greatly appreciative. So keep up the good work, you guys. Tell a friend, all righty? But be sure to click the like button. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to the Ticket Spot. Spot, 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 spot. Ticket Spot. And I'm your boy, T'Angelo. Jalo, Jalo, Jalo. All right, you guys, we are still here at the Kicker Spot. I am your host, Tangelo, and tonight's relationship topic is arguing through text message. Don't do it. Celebrity Hub will discuss Farrah Abrahams. Jada Pickett-Smith opens up about her open, excuse me, opens up about her and Will's open relationship. And Rihanna, you guys ready for this? Might be pregnant. Uh-oh. And Kim Kardashian and Kanye might be having their baby overseas, just maybe. And there's a lot going on, you guys. I've been reading and trying to catch up. To be honest with you, I was up all last night just trying to catch up on the news because I've been out of pocket. Yeah, the world has a lot going on. It really does. But nonetheless, also tonight, for our premiere segment, Tiangelo Live One Books, we will, be, we will actually have the pleasure of talking with the renowned speaker and author, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. His latest book, The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of African-American Millionaires. You guys definitely want to be around for this. I'm uber excited to talk to, to, to um, Dr. Kimbrough and get the knowledge on how to better ourselves. And with us all being EOTMs, you know, entrepreneurs on the move, this is definitely a show that you want to have your notebook and pen handy. So he will be on the show in about 15 minutes at 8.30, so that gives you a chance to get your notepad together and get your brain ready, okay, because we're going to observe the knowledge that he's going to provide to us tonight. 
Now, if you have any questions for tonight's guest, for Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, you are more than welcome to call into the radio show at 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we will talk about tonight's relationship topic, which is arguments through text messages. Don't do it. Hey, you guys, have you seen the kicking spot? I mean, I'm trying to find the kicking spot. I can't get in? What do you mean I can't get in? I'm Tiangelo. I'm the host. The Kick is Spot. When you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTM Blog is a site to visit. But there's also a clip of me on the red carpet when I call one of the wrong name. Ooh, yeah. The Kick is Spot. Kick is Spot. Kick is Spot. Kick is Spot. The Kick is Spot. Kick is Spot. What's going on? This is your boy, D'Angelo, and you are chilling at the kicking spot. All right, you guys, relationship topic of the week, arguments through text messages. Don't do it. Now, I know modern technology has allowed us to be connected to people in a numerous of ways. I mean, of course, we all know Facebook and Twitter, but now you have Instagram, you have LinkedIn, you have three different email accounts, you have text messaging, you have FaceTiming. All right, I get it. But to have a disagreement through text message sets you up and pretty much (laughs) will always end in disaster, okay? So why do so many of us allow ourselves to have an argument and have it played out over a text message or email, hell, Facebook even. It's ridiculous, okay? So, again, I strongly suggest do not argue over social media or digital, digital media outlets. The problem with text message arguments, you guys, is tone, okay? It's all about tone. And it's very difficult to read and e- very easy to misinterpret someone's tone. It can allow you to think the person is being um, – passive-aggressive, you can have ill judgment and think they're attacking you when they're not, and using technology to communicate can also reinforce, again, that unknown passive-aggressive tendency that you might think is there. Like, if a person is taking a little bit longer to respond to you, like you guys are having a back-and-forth, back-and-forth, you know, disagreement, whatever, and then a person kind of just stops, you're going to think that they're trying to, you know, be mad at you or just not talking to you because you're angry. And so now you puffing off in the text messages even more. And in reality, they're not talking to you because any number of reasons. Their mother has called, you know, an accident. Maybe the phone fell. Hell, maybe they got smart and didn't text while driving and just couldn't text you anymore. Or perhaps you might think they're being short with you just because they're giving you one- and two-word answers, and that's not necessarily the case. Again, it could just be the way they're communicating with you. Texting, through, arguing through text message and digital media is potential for disaster. Don't do it. Um, I had a friend tell me that text fights were a better way to go. She felt because you get a chance to think about what you're going to say before you say it without just jerking off at the mouth and saying things angrily. And I was like, mm, yeah, I kind of get your point, but at the same time, no. But let's see. Let's look at it from that way. It could help. That helped her because it gave her time to realize that she might find a more reasonable or more 
appropriate way to say things. You know, she felt that sometimes a good email was the best way to go to express and acknowledge different points of view. And likewise, you know, writing things out when you're feeling emotional might not be so good. But by taking some time, a little cool-down period, it might give you a chance to write down your thoughts and, you know, look at them and be like, okay, I don't really want to say that, you know, or figure a better way to say something. And it doesn't allow for your thoughts to get maybe as rumbled in your head. You start running off the mouth. So think about it. At times, you and your partner have made up, right, after a disagreement. And what has helped in the argument is seeing their smile, that gentle touch, maybe that hug. Perhaps just looking into your partner's eyes is enough to spark the memories of all the reasons you love them. None of these positives are present during a text fight. The squabbling can keep just going on and on and on. So ultimately, I say stay away from arguing over a text message. Okay, you guys, just don't do it. Stay away from arguing over text messages. Trust me, it will make your love life and any relationship so much better. Okay, you guys, just you heard it right here on the kicker spot with Tangelo. Don't do it. Okay, you guys, continue hanging out here at the kicker spot. We're going to gear up to speak to Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, the author of Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of African-Americans, um, excuse me, African-American Millionaires. But first, let's get into the Celebrity Hub. Oh, 
yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, T'Angelo, and we are here. We're back. Weirdness. Okay, but we're here, so no worries. Where was I? I was just talking about Farrah Abraham, just mentioning that recently her mother found out that the sex tape that she has out that was allegedly leaked out. We kind of find out she allegedly put the entire thing together. So her mother became so angry that she was very displeased with her and said that Farrah had disrespected the family. And so Farrah decided that she did not want to put up her mother's words or mouth anymore. I didn't want to hear what she had to say. So she packed up a U-Haul and is moving out. So you have pictures of Farrah getting her things and, you know, moving to Beverly. But, um, Nonetheless, what else do we have going on? Um, oh, I mentioned that uh, Jada Pickett Smith um, kind of came out about the whole open relationship that allegedly Will and her have. And it was kind of interesting because she did it on Facebook, and people were very interested in what she had to say. It kind of actually started a little bit further back. It started because... Uh, Jada had recently, I think, posted in uh, the Huffington Post, it was stated that she, again, she, that she had opened up about the relationship because, oh, she just stated, I'm sorry, in the Huffington Post, she stated that um, Will can do whatever he wants. As long as when he goes in the mirror at night and is comfortable with the man he's looking at, then I'm fine with what he's doing. And so that made people think, oh, yeah, that's, see, right there, she's saying it. And she felt that it was so much, you know, hoopla about it that she had to go ahead and take the Facebook. And if you guys happen to be any, if you guys happen to follow Jada Pickett's Facebook, she regularly writes, you know, she's always actually writing on Facebook and, you know, updating people. And she writes very well, might I add. But anywho, um, let me see here. I want to quote you guys a little bit about what she said. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see. I'm sorry about all this going on here. I'm trying to pull it together. But let's see, what else was there while I'm working on that? Oh, lastly, I just wanted to mention that there are allegations, there's are, there are people thinking that Rihanna might be... Okay. Um, they are really letting me have it right now. I don't. I don't get it. My apologies, you guys. I was just finishing up by saying that Rihanna allegedly is pregnant. She's denying the rumors. So we'll have to just go ahead and wait and see. I guess in about, uh, what, nine months we'll have an answer? <laughs> How about that? So we'll, we'll definitely figure that out. Nonetheless, you guys, it's, it, let's go ahead and we'll just discuss all things Celebrity Hub a little later. Um, continue to stick around, you guys. We're going to take a quick break. Um, when we return, we will be visited by author Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Okay, you guys, so continue to hang around, and we'll be right back after this. What's going on? This is your boy, T'Angelo, and you are chilling at the Kick It Spot.
Ticket Spot Celebrity Hub is brought to you by EOTMblog.com. If you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTMblog is a site to visit. And you are tuned in to the Kickin' Spot. You are now tuned in to the Kickin' Spot, and I'm your boy, T'Angelo. T'Angelo Live on Book. And I'm your host, T'Angelo. The next best thing to reading is talking about it. T'AngeloLive.com Celebrity book authors. Self-help. Celebrity tell-all. Memoir. Celebrity biography. Sports figures. T'Angelo Live, one book. Well, everyone, welcome to Tangible Live One Books. It is during this segment we get the opportunity to speak with celebrity and influential book authors. Tonight, it is my esteemed and great pleasure and delight to welcome author, an author who has written books geared to help us all reach our career goals, with titles such as Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, What Makes Great Great, and his most recent release, The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. This educator, best-selling author, and business school professor, none other than Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Welcome to the Kicker Spot. How are you doing this evening? T'Angelo, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, my brother. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I This is probably one of the best shows for me because it's a topic that touches so at home for me. I have well, definitely enjoyed <laughs> This topic. Well, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a story that needs to be told. I mean, over a seven-year period, Tiangelo, uh I went around this country, and I guess I rubbed shoulders with close to one thousand black millionaires through my survey, through my focus groups, mm-hmm. and through my interviews. And uh, these are individuals that went from nothing, went from uh, poverty, in some cases below poverty, to hitting their financial goals and objectives. And no one put a microphone or a ball in their hand to do it. So it right, can be right. done. And the bottom line, I found seven attributes, seven common chords that these men and women all use, and that's why the sub subtitle of the book featuring the seven laws of wealth. And, and it's funny because, um, as I'm, you had mentioned, you've spoken before that, um, you know, black America in billions of dollars in leisure and fun activities, and we make a fraction of that money back because we don't invest in ourselves or things of that nature. And I was talking to people just about this topic, and you'd be surprised how many people are like, really? I wouldn't think that. And not just black people. You know, other nationalities are surprised. They're thinking, well, no, it seems like you guys are a major fighter in that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> we're not. Well, you- Exactly. If we were a separate nation state, we'd be in the top 20 in the world. And as you know, there are about 175 countries that belong to the United Nations. 
But the bottom line is we spend about $1.2 trillion every year that goes through our hands with absolutely nothing to show for it. For example, I mean, there are about seventy-two to 75,000 black churches in the United States, and they collect on average about 10 to $12 million a week in tithes and offerings, more, mm-hmm. than, a half a, more than a half a billion dollars a year. So the bottom line, Tiangelo, I can tell you all the indicators and all the pathology surrounding black America in terms of uh, the economy. You know, 27% of African Americans spend more on a weekly basis than what they bring in. More than 30% more than 30% of black America, they don't even have a savings plan. 35% of African Americans have zero net worth. But the fact of the matter is there is a way out. And what is that way out? This book yeah. really isn't about cash, Tiangelo. This book right. is about courage. You see, it takes courage to save 10% of everything that you earn. It takes courage yeah. to forsake today to look at tomorrow. It takes courage to find a new set of friends because the friends that you run with, your circle, they disempower you or they don't lift you up or they don't believe in your dreams. And that's Mm -hmm. what I found in all the interviews that I had. You know, I can tell you unequivocally, Tiangelo, that race is not a function, excuse me, that wealth is not a function of race. It's not a function of circumstance. It's not a function of gender. It's not a function of condition. It's not a function of who your parents were, what side of the tracks you were born on, how the cards were dealt. But wealth is a function of vision. It is a function of innovation. It is a function of discipline. It is a function of faith, and it is a function of choice. And living in a free and open society, we are bombarded with 50 million different choices day in and day out. And Tiangelo, the majority of those choices we can turn our back on. But there are two choices that we must address every day as soon as we wake up and look in that mirror. Number one, we we can accept the circumstances as they are. Or number two, we can take the responsibility to change them. And I found that these men and women all took the responsibility to change their circumstances. Now, you discussed, you spoke with about a 1,000 different millionaires. Who are some of the people you managed to speak with? Oh, man, uh, I interviewed Tyler Perry. I interviewed Damon John of FUBU and uh, Shark Tank. I interviewed L.A. Yeah. Reid. I interviewed L.A. Reid of X Factor. I not only interviewed Steve Harvey, but Steve Harvey spoke in my class at Clark Atlanta University School of Business. I interviewed three of Black America's five billionaires. I interviewed Bob Johnson, I interviewed Kathy Hughes, and I interviewed Dave Stewart. And like I said, the story is still the same. It's not where you start, it's what you finish. You may not be responsible for getting knocked down, but you're certainly responsible for getting back up. Yes. And so with all that being said, you talk about the seven um, core points. And so I guess with me and my listeners, um, we're here at EOTM Radio, which it stands for Entrepreneurs on the Move. And we're definitely on the move working to reach our successes. What is one of the biggest success secrets that we will find in this book? Well, there are seven laws to wealth. And number one, top of the list, Tiangelo, is knowledge. You know, prosperity and wealth begins in the mind but ends in the purse. We live in a society that's predicated upon the fact that if you want to earn more, then you should learn more. I had a focus group in, a, in the Atlanta area, and I asked one of the millionaires who was at the focus group, I said, what is the key to prosperity? And he said, outread the other guy. I had a great interview with L.A. Reed, and I had his bio, and I said, you know, I'm reading here, L.A., Antonio, that you took eight to ten weeks out of your busy schedule to take an executive management class at Harvard. 
I said mm-hmm. the money that you the money that you and Babyface made off of LaFace Records, if you lived ten lifetimes you couldn't spend it all, what would compel right. you to do that? And he said, Well, two reasons. Number one, the music industry and the recording business, the bottom line it is a business. But number right. two, he said, I learned long time ago that the moment that you cease to begin to grow and develop, you begin to die. So mm-hmm. take in the information. Become a sponge for the information. Narrow your zone of ignorance. The second law is you've got to make a decision. You've got to choose. I mean, Steve Harvey told me that. He said, you begin to make your life choices before life makes it for you. I had a great interview with a gentleman by the name of uh, Victor McFarlane. And your listeners may not know who Victor McFarlane is. Like I said, there are five black billionaires in the United States. Victor right. McFarlane was on his way to become one of those five, excuse me, uh, one of the six or seven black billionaires. But because of the last recession, he couldn't hold it. He has a real estate investment company out in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. And his firm is worth about $600 million. And when I had the interview with him, he was born and raised in Middletown, Ohio, blue-collar working-class community, to a single parent. And okay. the, apart- the apartment that uh, his mother and Victor McFarlane and his oldest sister lived in had a couch in the foyer area that Victor McFarlane and his oldest sister slept on for the first 12 years of his life. And I said, man, that had to be tough. And he cut me off at the knees, Tiangelo. He said, no, mm-hmm. don't want any sympathy don't want any empathy. Those were probably the best 12 years of my life. And I said, what do you mean? He says, was during those 12 years, sleeping on that couch day in and day out, I made mm-hmm. a conscious decision that poverty would have no place in my life. You mm-hmm. have got to decide. At the counter of success, there are no bargains. You must pay the price in advance and in full. There you have it. Oh, wow. okay. So make a decision. So number one is knowledge. Number two, you've got to make a decision. You know, the, the interview that I had with Bishop T.D. Jakes, T'Angelo, I'm in his book line study in the Potter's house in Dallas, Texas. Okay. And I'm looking, at every, I'm looking at every book that you would ever want to read, study, examine in your life. And here he comes, and, uh, you know, your listeners may not know this about Bishop T.D. Jakes. Number one, he didn't finish high school. He went back to school to get his GED. Number two... They damn near ran him out of Charleston, West Virginia. He had a small church in Charleston, West Virginia. He leaves Charleston with just eight members to go to Dallas, Texas. Number three, they told him he would never make it in the ministry because he has a heavy lisp. And if you listen closely enough, you could hear that lisp. So when I finally hooked up with him in his study, I said, "Uh, Bishop, you know, they they said that you weren't going to make it in the ministry. And he said, yeah, my detractors weren't altogether wrong. He said, yeah, I do have a lisp, and if you listen close enough, you can hear it. But then he said, I don't care if I had to spit. I don't care if I had to stutter. I don't care if I had to stammer. I had something to say, and I was right. going to say it. Right. And then he said to me, he said, give a man a fish, and you feed him for a day. Right. Teach him, teach him how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. But show him how he can buy the pond, and no one in his family will ever know struggle. Black oh, America. My. Oh yes. I never heard buy that the pond. pond. I knew the first two steps. I knew the first yeah. two. Buy the pond. And buy your the family. Pond. Yeah. We'll and I'm telling life. and I'm and I'm throwing the challenge out to your listeners. You want to be an entrepreneur? What is an entrepreneur? An entrepreneur is an individual who can live life without a paycheck. 
Here are the keys to financial well-being. Here are the keys to financial prosperity. Told to me, Tiangelo, by your mm-hmm. race. So mm-hmm. I'm, throwing the ch- I'm throwing the challenge out to your listeners. I want your listeners to pull out their cell phones. I want them to text. I want them to tweet. I want them to, you know, send three emails to their closest friends and ask, have you read the wealth choice? If not, why not? Because the right. bottom line, we've got some challenges facing black America. And the biggest challenge is we can't write the check. Mm-hmm. True. True. So now with all the knowledge you'll obtain from the book, what would you say is one of the first steps that they should take in reaching their goals? Well, number one, you've got to believe in yourself when no one else will. Right. You have got to believe in yourself when no one else will. I use a full-blown survey with these black millionaires. I asked them 118 questions. And one okay. of the questions I asked them, I said, at what age were you when you broke the six-figure barrier? In other words, at what age were you when you earned $100,000 a year or more? And Tiangelo, 99.9% of the time, it came back age 30. So by age 30, they broke six figures. They didn't get the dream to become a millionaire until they were about 40, 41 years old. Now, the average black millionaire is 52 years old. So you do the calculus, D'Angelo. You do the math. What occurred between early 40s and early 50s? That's a 10-year refining period that there are going to be highs and lows and ups and downs, and it's all going to be predicated upon your level of belief. You see, net worth is always a function of self-worth. And if you hang around nine broke people, sooner or later you're going to be number 10. Right. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm writing this down, Dr. Kimbrough. I'm really – so I have to ask you on a kind of a different note. Where does your passion – because I've seen you speak. I've heard you speak. Where does your passion – you're very passionate about this topic. Where did it come from originally? Well, my entire academic career, all I've studied is wealth and poverty, more, po- more wealth than, than poverty. I mean, from my Ph.D. at Northwestern to, you know, as long as I've been at Clark Atlanta University School of Business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, my, that is my unique gift. That is my area of excellence. And sooner or later, all of us have got to identify our area of excellence. No one chose to be here, Tangelo. I didn't choose to right. be here. You didn't choose to be here. The bottom line is we were chosen. So what right. is the mission? What is the music in your heart that you want to deliver? Why are you here? What are your unique gifts? And the only way that you're going to find your unique gifts is to ask yourself three critical questions. Question number one, what do I love to do? What do okay. I have a passion for? What can I throw my whole heart and soul into? Question number two, what would I do for free? If no one ever paid me a dime, if no one gave me financial remuneration for my efforts, what would I do for free? Because when you're doing what you love to do and you would do it for free, your work Mm -hmm. is your play. And if your work is your play, you'll never work a day in your life. And then last but not least, if you cannot answer those two questions, go to somebody who you respect and admire and ask him or her, what do you see me as? What do you think I'll be good at doing? You've got to identify your unique gifts and you've got to find a way to monetize it. Okay, so take your natural gifts and your natural abilities that you enjoy doing and basically turn it into a franchise. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Go serve somebody. People will make you rich. People will make you poor, depending on your level of service. 
The poor keep score by cars and clothes. The middle class keeps score by degrees and titles. But the wealthy keep score by the bank account. And how do they keep score by the bank account? They found the unique gifts. Right. Okay, I can do that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that one too. Okay, now in your book, and everyone, just for the listeners just tuning in, we're currently doing Tangelo Live on books, talking to Dr. Kimbrough and talking about his latest release, um, The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. Okay, so my question is, in the book, Doctor, you talk about too, far too many blacks still have the victim mentality. And is it, that, is it that mindset that you feel is holding them back? It's all mindset. Tiangelo, mm-hmm. everything occurs to you twice in life. First the inner, then the outer. First the thought, then the thing. First the mental, and then the physical. And to the extent that you control what goes on the inside of your life, you'll control what goes on the outside. I mean, all you got to do is pick up the Bible and go to Matthew. Master, we fished all day and we haven't caught a thing. Well, right. this time, well, this time, cast your nets on the right side. He wasn't talking in terms of right versus left. He was talking in terms of your thinking. We're not in this world to set it right, Tiangelo. We're okay. in this world. To, we're in this world to see it rightly. And I'm asking you, and I'm asking your listeners: Do you see? Do you see? Even with all the flaws, even with all the shortcomings that this country has, this is still the best place for you to start your business to blast forward. Right. And here are the keys. The average individual in our society gets four ideas a year, any one of which, if they had the guts, the courage, the fortitude to chase their dreams, would make them financially independent. Okay, so now that we – let's just say the person has asked themselves a question what their passions are. They have that down. They feel that they've gotten, you know, a good amount of knowledge and made a decision to take the courage and move forth and do. How important would you say the business plan is in this journey that they're now going forward? Is that a major necessity they need to set in place? Well, I mean, yeah, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to have a properly crafted business plan. And as you know, Tiangelo, your business plan isn't a page, isn't a paragraph, isn't a sentence, isn't a word, isn't a punctuation mark, more than 40 pages. The most important part of that business plan is the executive summary. After the executive summary comes your financials. After your financials comes your marketing piece. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are 21 different ways to market or sell a product or service. Number one is word of mouth. Number 21 right. is Internet. Number 20 is TV. Number 19 is what we're doing right now, radio. Number 18 is magazines. Number two is a flyer. You go ahead, go get some flyers printed up and hand them out. Number four, is advertising, number, yeah, number four is advertising on a bench at a bus stop. There are 21 different ways to market or sell a product or service. So how are you going to get the word out as an entrepreneur? But that's got to be discussed in your business plan. So there you guys hear it. And now the reason I ask that question, because a lot of people just ask me about the business plan. How do you go about the business plan? Is it necessary to have in the beginning? Can you just set small goals? And you heard it right here. No, we have to get the business plan. So before I let you go, Dr. Kimbrough, I have a question that's kind of off topic, but I wanted to get your insight on it anyway. So yeah. recently in Louisiana, they have outlawed um, sagging pants. If one is to sag their pants the first time, they get like a $50 fine. The second time, a $100 fine. And the third time, they get up to 16 hours in community service. Are you for or against this new law? 
and why? You know, listen, we, we don't have time to talk about this. Tangelo, we got 50 million things on our plate. 50 million things on plate. First of all, if you took all the black men right now who are either incarcerated in prison, who are either in jail, or he, either on parole right now, that would be more than all the black males who are, who are enslaved in 1850. Only 50% of black men even finish high school. Look at all the black women who are heading up single-parent households, holding up that financial burden by themselves, and their knees are buckling under the weight. And we're talking right. about some silly, sagging pants. Black America, it's time for us to grow up and be concerned about our money. At the opening of this segment, I said every year $1.2 trillion goes through our hands with absolutely nothing to show for it. And it was your prolific scholar, W.B. Du Bois, who wrote in 1899, the man or woman who will not concern and take care of their finances won't take care of anything else. There you have it. Okay. Well, Doc, this is awesome. This is really great. Um, I am going to finish. I haven't had a chance to finish the book yet, The Wealth Choice, but it is definitely an awesome read, and I'm very much enjoying it. It's one of those books where you have to actually have a notebook next to you so you can write down the notes and really pull out the knowledge because you have to carry it with you day in and day out. So for that, I truly do thank you. Thanks for having me, my brother. Anytime. Call me up anytime. I shall. I'm going to also keep watching. Again, I, I, to be honest with you, while I was you know, preparing for the interview, watching your different speech and speaking, I was like, hey, your passion is one that I really connect to because I'm passionate about what I do. And I even see sometimes when you like kind of get a little frustrated. It's like, come on, you guys getting this? Are you getting it? It's right here in front of you. Take it. It's free. Just go get it. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, it kind of made me feel like, oh, my gosh, am I doing enough? Why am I going to bed? I should be working. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I really, truly appreciate the book and all the knowledge. So, uh, again, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, they have... Okay. No, that, I thought they had someone, a blogger hit me up, but no, you're good. Okay, well, Doctor, um, is there any final notes you'd like to leave with us before you go? No, there you are. There's the keys right there. And the bottom line is this is the first generation, Tiangelo, this is your, first, this is your generation that right. have finally been given the keys to wealth and prosperity, and it's up to you to open that door. Thanks for having me on the show. God bless, my brother. Thank you again. Thank you, Dr. Kimbrough, for visiting with us. You have a good night. You too. Um, you guys, we are currently here on the Kicker Spot. Just finished talking with Dr. Dennis Kimbrough um, for the Tangible Life on Books. To order your copy of The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires, be sure to visit TangibleLive.com. What's going on? This is your boy, Tiangelo, and you are chilling at the Kicker Spot.
Angelo, and you are tuned in to The Kicking Spot. No, I'm I'm serious. I think no, I'm gonna go to New York. Stop talking. Oh, hey, hi, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sitting here. Sorry, you guys. We just had an amazing interview right now in a chat with Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, author of The Wealth Choice: Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. Definitely a book one has to read. Um, you can go to TangelLive.com to order your copy today. And you guys, be sure to head over there. It's a lot of other good top. I mean, there's a lot of good books we have on the site. Um, I'm a major fan of now this book. Um, David Fishoff has a book called Rock Your Business and um, just more and more wonderful books by celebrity and influential authors. Okay, you guys. Um I know I'm a little bit slower, but after speaking with such uh, speaking with about such a awesome topic and something that hits right home to me, kind of slows you down. I want to take a take a notation, and then to be honest with you guys, I'm also sitting here looking at Us Weekly. <laughs> okay, um, so we're back here at the Kick the Spot. I'm your host, T. Angelo, and I mentioned that we about Mother's Day gifts and how I gave my mother hers. So I figured it would be high time for me to tell you guys some great Mother's Day gifts that you can get for your mother. Again, it's a major day, I think, so we're just going to do our best to prepare for it, don't you think? Okay, so I won't take long with it. I'll move through them pretty briefly. Um, okay, I'm just pulling on, make sure I quote you guys, you know, get you my insight just right because I wrote it down. Okay, um, so number five for Mother's Day gifts, I'm going to have to go ahead and say this because I think it's overdone. <laughs> flowers. Flowers for Mother's Day are going to be my number five. Well, of course, flowers are always beautiful. Um, I know they kind of seem overdone. That's my opinion. They're kind of overdone. But there's a reason why they're overdone. Flowers for Mother's Day are very popular because they're beautiful. And mothers love beautiful things, and beautiful things definitely should be given on Mother's Day. So since I think mothers don't really get flowers all the time, Mother's Day is a perfect day to do it. But the reason I say it's kind of overdone is like you always see flowers, flowers, flowers. And if you notice, as soon as any female holiday comes up, flowers become very abundant in the stores. So you can give flowers. I would say just be original in your approach. Um, I once gave flowers um, to a loved one, and it started off as a single rose, and they were enjoying it and, was, you know, indulging. And then when the rose was being placed inside of a vase, when they turn around, there I am with a dozen roses. And they're like, oh, my gosh, so a dozen white roses. Oh, yay, yay, yay. And as they're, like, you know, completely in awe for the dozen roses, they're in the kitchen now putting those in a vase. I sneak out and walk in with another dozen roses. And so now by this point, they want to just drop the vase on the floor, a complete astonishment that they're now singing, you know, with 12, 24 roses in their hands. You know, let's just make it something a little bit bigger. And if you follow my Facebook page, you'll also see that recently my grandmother was, get, 
was giving some roses for her birthday. And, again, the presentation was the boss, was the wrapping, was everything. And she loved it and nursed those things like she had just done her own garden. So I'm probably moving fastly, huh? I spent all this time on flowers. Sorry. Okay, well, that's all about that. Number four, I love number four, you guys. Number four, a gift for mothers is a gift basket. Now, you can always go pick up the perfect gift basket from one of your local, you know, stores and everything, but the absolute best gift basket is one that you create and design your own that has a special touch that your mother will know it was designed specifically for her. She would just love that. Number three, I'm going to say is to have something delivered to their job, preferably. At home, it's fine, but, of course, everyone loves an audience. Um, my personal you have um, edible arrangements. My mother enjoyed that one. And recently I did these strawberries or a chocolate-covered strawberry of some sort, and they were just beautiful. And, you know, you have them delivered to their job, and it's that situation where everyone's wondering, oh, who is this for? Oh, who is this for? And, you know, it's like, oh, is there a tangible in the house? And I'm like, oh, it's me. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And so for the rest of the day, everyone's like, oh. Mothers love that stuff. So there you go. Number four is, I mean, sorry, that's number three. Number three is having them delivered to the house. Number two is going to have to be a trip to any, any place outside their state, preferably outside the country. Give them a trip to go somewhere. Yes, that's number two. I love travel. Go for it. And number one, the number one Mother's Day gift, I'm going to have to tell you guys, has to come straight from the heart. And in saying that, the number one Mother's Day gift is quality time. To be honest with you, my mother has four beautiful children. And she would say we're all beautiful. I would say that a couple of them could use a little work. I'm so joking. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> but, no, mother um, loves quality time. If you know all your siblings and all your grandkids and all the great-grands and everything don't always get a chance to get together. But mothers just love the opportunity to see all their family together you know, fellowshipping, communing, and whatever that might be. And for those people who have those awkward families who, like, you know, fight and stuff, just try to let it go for a little while or – just don't invite that one person you don't like. You know, maybe you just make up an excuse why they didn't show up or something, okay? But anyhow, so those are my top top five Mother's Day gifts. You get flowers, gift baskets, um, order something to their job, travel, or, again, quality time at the house with a game night, or you guys go to a dinner at a restaurant you've never been to, or my personal favorite, go miniature golfing, you know? So I don't know. Um, that's all I'll say about that, you guys, okay? So that's Mother's Day gifts. Awesomeness. Yep, that was awesome. Okay, well, with that being my Mother's Day gift, you guys be sure to tweet me on Facebook and let me know um, if you have any other great Mother's Day gift that you think might work. Send me a link so I can see maybe you might have something new that I haven't thought of, okay? Um, yeah. Other than that, you guys, be sure to swing by TangeloLive.com to order your copy of The Wealth Choice and any other title you happen to see there that might be in your liking. Um you definitely want to tune in next week. Who do I have on? Who do I have on next week on the show? You can tell me. Um, oh, Nicholas Black will be on next week. Nicholas Black will be on for our Salute to Heroes. Um, we'll be on for our Salute to Heroes segment. Um, and, and you guys who don't know, Salute to Heroes is a segment that we do to give back to our military servicemen and women who sacrificed themselves for the freedoms that we get to exercise today. So be sure to support our segment, Salute to Heroes, by reposting and retweeting it liking it and sharing it across all your friends, okay? If you have anyone in the military, 
um, friends or family, this is an opportunity for them to kind of, you know, call into the show, speak to the celebrities, and, you know, have a fun time there. Outside of that, be sure you guys are interested in communications and things to hit me up at Tiangelo Live at Tiangelo Live. Excuse me. Dope is Tiangelo at TiangeloLive.com, okay? Um, you guys will be seeing postings about that here soon. And don't forget, the EOTM Awards is quickly approaching. I know August might seem like a far away, but it's really not. That's my birth month, and I'm getting all prepared for it. So, you know, get ready. August 4th, it's going down, okay? We'll have to have – matter of fact, we're going to have some of the um, EOTM Award nominees on the show. That's soon happening. And be sure you guys stick around for May. The May lineup is sick with it. We'll be releasing a great press release and email blast. If you are not on the email blast, please go to tangelo.com. Go to tangelo.com. There's a great a green banner in the top left-hand corner. Click that and sign up for the email blast. Again, May is going to be a month you do not want to miss. Also, also write this down, please, somebody. Write this down. Um, in May, I want to do a giveaway, a massage. We should give away a massage for Mother's Day. Yeah? Yeah. Gift card. We're all in here nodding. So we're going to do uh, maybe a $100, $100 giveaway for Mother's Day cards. No, no, not like card for a massage. It'd be a gift card to a massage place or something. Yeah, I think I see that. I see that in our foreseeable future. You guys, be sure to go to tangelo.com and sign up for the mail list. You have to be signed up to get the free card. Okay. Well, I think that's just about everything. I want to say to uh, the entire EOTM family, thank you guys for helping to make this show as awesome as it is. Um, it's not just me out here. I know that. And then to Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, the author of Wealth Choice, Success, Secrets, uh, Black Millionaires. Thank you so much for stopping by the Kicker Spot and visiting us on Tangible Live One Books. It was truly awesome to speak with you. I look forward to having you on again. And um, thank you to all my team. All righty, I think that, that was it, you guys. Yeah. All right, don't forget to tune in next week. Same Tangelo's time, same Tangelo channel. Until next time, you guys, this has been great. I have been your host, Tiangelo, and remember to live life to the fullest. I'm gone. Welcome to the Kickers Spot. I'm your host, T'Angelo.